Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Him, Kevin O'Sullivan. Kevin, slightly late in advertising. Yes. Week, uh, because we couldn't get it into the uh, uh, into the normal place on Tuesday. Um, so we've had to come to a slightly different location. So if you forgive us, there's a bit of noise going on in the background. It's a pub. It is a pub. It's the same pub, but we're just in a different bit of it. And also, for some reason, and I'm pleased to say this, the pub's fucking rammed with people. Yeah, yeah. Lots which of is people great. Here making a lot of noise. And that's, and, and, and Nothing that's, wrong with that. In many ways, that is a very good thing. Now, um, I guess we should start with um, what can only be described as the kangaroo court of St. Harriet of Harmon um, and all the other people that really, 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 really hate Boris Johnson. Yeah. Uh, and, and what a waste of fucking public money and what a waste it of time. It really is. Eh? It really is. It's the Westminster bubble gang disappearing up their own arseholes, yeah. uh, just navel-gazing and uh, obsessing on their favourite subject themselves. Yes. I mean, no one gives a flying fuck whether or not this guy was slightly economical with the truth about the fucking well, he stupid is, rules he? and regulations. Also, he always what is. What does it matter? You Suppose know. this fucking... How's he done with Boris Johnson's well, lying? Yeah, yeah, his, lips, <laughs> his lips are moving. Yeah, I mean, he's a fucking liar. We know that. So this fucking ridiculous committee, these pompous fuckers on this committee, are going to take until the summer to yeah. come up with their verdict. Yeah, but don't worry. It won't be that much into the summer because obviously they have to start their summer a lot earlier than everybody else yeah. does usually somewhere around the middle of May, and that'll be the fucking end of that. Yeah. But also, it's going to cost millions of pounds, right? Um, and I am no defender of the COVID policies of this government at all, yeah. or his government, but there's far Certainly more fucking not. interesting things to talk about than whether somebody passed a fucking glass to somebody else in a Downing Street yeah. garden. Yeah. You know, what about why Matt Hancock decided to scare the pants off everybody? What about why Matt Hancock decided to invent another COVID variant to scare people yeah. with and then decide when to tell them about it? Yeah. Why they shut fucking schools when they didn't need to? You know, these are the questions we want answers to. Yeah. Not, you know, was Boris Johnson drinking water or vodka when he had a glass in his hand saying goodbye to some fucker who was taking the fucking public yeah. money as well? Yeah, who gives I'd, a shit? But I'd like to go... I, I would like a moment with Boris Johnson just to say... Hey, you world king wanker, when you impose ridiculous fucking stupid rules on people, this is what fucking happens. What goes around comes around. Stupid fucking rules that you couldn't even understand even though you fucking wrote them. So it's your own fucking fault, you <laughs> stupid fucking tosspot. Well, I'll tell you what, here's the other thing. Yeah. Well, it's right, uh, isn't it? Well, it, it is right. right. I think the point is also, he kind of kiboshed the whole thing by originally walking in there and going, all right, Hands up, I misled uh, Parliament. Well, I've never done it on purpose. So they should have gone, all right, that's it then, shut up, we'll all fucking go home. You misled Parliament, give them two-day suspension, let's all fuck yeah. off. But no, they can't do that, because instead, 
Harriet Harman has to make a little speech. Bernard Jenkin, who has hated Boris Johnson ever since I think he was fucking He had fun, didn't he? Just, yeah, but, but I mean, people <laughs> don't want to watch it. grin on his face. People and... don't want to watch it. You know, Fleet Street's obsessed with it. You know, but actually, what, is it, what did we learn? Did we learn anything no, that no, we didn't no. know before? No. Well, well, you, you, it was, a, it was a, a great bit of Westminster theatre, if you're interested in that kind of thing. And, you know, if you take this shit seriously, which I don't, I don't give a fuck whether he misled Parliament or not. No. That's their he world. He fucking misled what, us. What, what, what the he fuck? misled us. What the fuck? That's what I yeah, care about. What the fuck does it matter to us whether or not he told a silly little lie in their silly little fucking chamber? Just talking about themselves, their favourite fucking subject. Yeah. Not about us, not about the country they're running. And, uh, you know, if he did tell a lie about that to the house, so what? What the fuck do they think it is? Fucking Sunday school. Yeah, I know. But also, they're all sort of sitting around with their little notebooks going, oh, that was clever. Oh, and you really got him on that no, one. Oh, yes, no. he was really, really angry. Oh, yes, he was really, really on the ropes there. Who fucking cares? Yeah. Just fucking do your job, yeah. sort the country out, fix the fucking economy, and make sure that people who are fucking suffering get some fucking help, and that you to- wankers. And that Tory wet Alberto Costa mm. trying to get Boris... Did you call this court a kangaroo court? Did you describe this as a witch hunt? Should have been a very, very easy answer for Boris. It should have been, yes, you fucking traitor. Of course, we, of course you're a fucking witch hunt. Of course this is a kangaroo court. It's a pathetic waste of taxpayers' money. I mean, did you, like me, fall about laughing when you saw Boris taking the oath on the Bible? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I'm going, I bet he's done this before with one of his wives, right, in a fucking kitchen, going, yeah. you know, listen... Yeah. I shouldn't have stayed out. You know, I'm really sorry I fucking shagged her. I didn't mean to. It meant nothing to me. Um, well, I'm, t- I'm hearing you buying another house with her. No, that's absolutely not true at all. I'm definitely not buying a house with her. I'm definitely not leaving you. I'm definitely never going to see her again. And you can imagine, he's done this all his fucking well, life. Well, don't you, you remember, know. don't you remember when he was all over the front page of the News of the World having an extramarital affair with Petronella Wyatt? Next day, Sunday morning, he stood on the fucking doorstep of his house in Highbury in North London, told this massive great bank of about 100 reporters, TV cameras, radio stations, it's all on film, it's all on tape. Uh, he said, this story is a total lie. It is an inverted pyramid of piffle. Yes. It was 100% true. Why did he get sacked from the Times, his first national newspaper job, straight after university, lying about quotes? He is a fucking liar, uh, but I don't think that matters. All politicians have got to be good liars. The trouble with him is he's a bad well, liar. Let's Always have a look. gets caught. All right, let's bring in some other evidence from my learned friends. Uh, let's talk about Keir Starmer and his fucking lies, right? He gets up today... Uh, and says, oh, uh, my whole life has been dedicated to fighting crime. He's <laughs> yeah, like he's fucking Batman or something, right? You can imagine <laughs> if he was fucking twat dressed as Twat Man would be better, wouldn't it? Yeah. Fucking brilliant. Yeah. Twat Man! Twat Man! And he's fucking, this is the same guy who signed the petition to keep a Jamaican fucking criminal here. Uh, some months later, the Jamaican criminal in question, who didn't get Did another murder, back to right? Jamaica, went and fucking killed somebody. Meanwhile, today we learn uh, there's at least seven serious fucking criminals who are now in prison who should have been deported, but who were stopped from being deported by a Keir Starmer campaign. This is a guy who loves criminals as long as they're not from Britain. Well, he hates British criminals, but he loves you if you come from any other country in the world, preferably somewhere where the colour of your skin might not be white. He fucking loves you then, and he doesn't want to deport you back there. My favourite fucking two stories have to be these. There's an Iranian rapist, right? A guy who's been convicted of rape, uh, he's been sent to prison. He can't be deported. you know why? Because he's worried that if he goes back to Iran, they'll execute him because they fucking execute They'll rapists. persecute him. 
No, they'd because execute it, him. Because it, well, he gives a shit. He wanted to rape yeah. him as well. Yeah, well, I mean, he gives but, a but, shit. But my other favourite Why can't one? we know his fucking name, by the way? Yeah. Why is he called Double X? That uh, is his name. What? Hello, Yeah. He's cunningly avoided capture by having a very unusual name. Why can't we know this fucker's name? Here's the other one, though. My other favourite one, and the guy in Leicester, who's, I think he's Albanian, this guy. Um, and uh, he can't be deported back to his yeah, home no, country cause, cause uh, he because he murdered his wife. No, you've, you've ruined it now. Yeah, well, you told it before. Yeah, well, I'm telling you again. Oh, okay. There's nothing wrong with repeating stories, okay. you know, uh, to make a point. The point is, is that he can't be sent home because he might be murdered by his wife's fucking family after he murdered her. Yeah, I know. But I know. there must be loads of these. Yeah. What the fuck is well, that all about? That's why it's fucking... But Keir Starmer thinks that's good. You know, this is a guy who thinks it's a good idea not to deport people in case they might face... You know, if you're a fucking murderer or a rapist, why should we give a fuck what happens to you in any event, whether it's in this country or any other fucking country? You're misunderstanding Westminster. This isn't important. What's important is, uh, and this is what Parliament is spending a lot of time debating, is whether or not a leaving do from the office is essential. That's the fucking important Who gives a fuck? Exactly right. I mean, of course, the leaving do isn't fucking essential. That is a ridiculous thing for Boris Johnson to say, but it's ridiculous that this fucking ridiculous parliament is obsessing on this bollocks, this three-year-old bollocks. It really is. Shall we talk about something else? Yeah. Let's talk about Fulham. Yeah. Oh, no. No, let's, let's no. Stick with let's Boris. talk about Fulham. <laughs> because I have to say, um, it wasn't <laughs> actually happening live because I can't remember what I was doing when the game was on. I think I might have been travelling, but wasn't I, I do. I was. But crying. you were on. No, but you were on air, weren't you, at the yeah. time? Because I was. I have. I must admit, uh, without wishing to give too much away, I have been trying to dig around to see uh, whether there's any good evidence of what you did on the air. Well, no, 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 no. On. I'll tell you what. I, I have to say, everybody says no. He was very professional. I refused um, to have it on. Uh, I said, was he watching it? They said no. Yeah. I said, I can't fucking believe that. No, so you weren't even watching it. No, no. Well, I've I've been caught before, haven't I? <laughs> So, so I always, if Fulham are on, I never have the bloody football on because I won't be able to concentrate. So I didn't have it on. I went home and watched it uh, did and, you then, know the, and then burst did into you, tears. Did you go home and watch it without knowing what had happened? Oh, no, I knew, I knew the score. Because it's not like that lightly lads thing where you spend all fucking day trying to avoid seeing the game, right? Well, because my producer, John Hearn, was telling me, he, he was coming into my ears and saying, oh, Fulham won their luck. Well, like, you know, Fulham won their luck. Fulham playing really well. They beat... So I was getting reports, and then suddenly go, uh, looks like it's a penalty to Manchester United. Oh, Williams being sent off. Oh, Mitro's hit the ref. <laughs> <laughs> and then sent the manager, the manager sent gone. off as well. It's a hat trick. I mean, talk about fucking imploding. Yeah. Uh, we were all over them. We were going to win that right. game, and we fancied the... So FA what fucking game. happened then? Well, it's full of, isn't it? <laughs> Mitro is always a fucking firecracker that's likely to go off. To be honest with you, since he came to, when he came to Fulham, what was it, three or four years ago, a Newcastle fan mate of mine said, what he'll do is score a lot of goals. He said, but for every goal he scores, he'll get sent off. <laughs> uh, and actually, he's kept his temper in check, right. but he didn't against Manchester United. And then he goes, what did I do? Well, right. you basically you hit the fucking ref. You're not likely to get away with no. that. I mean, that isn't good, is it? So what happens to him now, then? Is he going to be well, some I, terrible, I, I, awful well, fucking... Because it'll be worse than a three-match match ban. ban, I wouldn't It'll be really bad, won't yeah, it? Yeah, ten-match. Uh, I mean, that'll be a great blow to us, but uh, in some ways, as long as we don't make the Europa Cup... Well, at least at least you haven't been given fucking Roy Hodgson, age 75, to come What's back and manage the fucking team. I mean, that? they weren't even in relegation. I know they'd lost a few games. 
Patrick Vieira is a pretty good fucking manager. What the fuck are they thinking? Well, they, they, they did have a three-month period where they barely scored a goal, so they've been... To, like, I think it was like late November. They haven't won a game since. Yeah, then. but they're going to wheel, literally wheel fucking Roy Hodgson yeah, but out. If he, he, What's he going to fucking do? He's gone 12 games in a row without winning. You know, you're not going to fucking retain your manager. But I agree with you about Roy Hodgson. I bet you can find fucking 12 games that Roy Hodgson's managed without fucking winning. Yeah. He's not very exciting, is he? Yeah, but he, he's he's one of those lower, lower echelon managers that are good at saving you from uh, relegation. A bit like Sam Allen. Yeah, but they're not in fucking relegation, are they? Yeah, but they need to. They need to start winning mm. games. Yeah, no. They will be soon. No, absolutely right. Let me tell you about uh, Manscaped because we are brought to you here at Thought Police by Manscaped. And I have to say, today I walked out the door for the first time. I actually thought spring has finally yeah, yeah, sprung. Yeah. I mean, as we sit here, we're inside a bit of a sort of tented area, and the wind is blowing a bit hard. But it feels warm, it's quite warm, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah, it yeah, feels yeah. Uh, a little bit warmer. So, the, our friends at Manscaped have brought you something nice for the spring. Uh, and you can look your best and you get 20% off uh, plus free shipping at Manscaped. You just have to use the code POLICE. And here's what we're giving you Performance Package Number Four. So, inside it, you'll find the Lawnmower 4 trimmer, the Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer. We've both got those. Mm-hmm. Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a travel bag to hold all your goodies now um we can tell you that we've been associated with manscaped for a very long time and all this stuff is really good, good absolutely good quality stuff quality stuff not um, just saying that. and i'm not just saying that and i mean whether or not you want to trim bits of you that we don't want to talk about that's up to you but even if you just want somebody to trim your nose and your ears um, and a free pair of boxers and a prank travel bag uh, this is for you uh, lawnmower 4.0 it's all waterproof um, and the lawnmower itself uh, which is a trimmer uh, is, is uh, equipped with an led light so if you're in the bathroom and you can't see very well, you can use that. Um, the ball toner, the crop reserve, it's all great. Um, all you've got to do uh, is join up with manscaped.com, uh, put in the code POLICE, and you will get 20% off plus free shipping. And it Perfect. says here, your balls will thank you, unless you play for Fulham, obviously. <laughs> now, um, what else have you been doing? Uh, what else have I been doing? Um, fucking hell. You can't remember what else you've been doing. What about... Um, the whole tax return bollocks, right? We've got Keir Starmer supposedly going to give us his tax return. Nobody's asking. I mean, I don't care about what tax returns look like. I don't really care about Rishi Sunak's tax return. I don't particularly want to see uh, Keir Starmer's tax yeah, return. Yeah, this is a sort of American habit we're getting yeah. into, isn't it? Why are we suddenly seeing tax returns of our politicians? What I assume Starmer's doing is so he can embarrass Sunak into uh, publishing his which will probably look pretty astronomical. Well, know. I mean, well, I think Starmer's going to come off worse because everybody knows that Rishi Sunak's filthy fucking rich. But what they don't know is that so is Keir Starmer, even though he comes from an family. You know, this guy's got hundreds of thousands of pounds. We found out earlier this week yeah, that there's an actual law in place which affects only one person pension, in the entire yeah, country, pension. and that's the Keir Starmer law, where he gets a fucking tax-free pension yeah. from his time at the DPP. What an absolute and utter fucking hypocrite. Yeah, the DPP, where he spent most of his time arresting journalists. Uh, yes. Uh, uh, was it like 28 journalists or something got arrested? Yeah, and not doing from, anything about the fucking from the, uh, uh, from, uh, uh, the grooming gangs. Yeah. And not doing anything about Jimmy Savile. But that the bit he didn't have anything to do with. Yeah. Everything yeah. else that he likes having things to do with, he went, oh yeah, that was, that was all me. The vast majority of uh, journalists that he had arrested when he was DPP 
uh, went through very expensive court cases and all of them were acquitted. Not one of them got uh, yeah, got convicted, yeah. right? From, not from fucking the, one. From the Sun News. I mean, that's not that's not much of a fucking record if you're a prosecutor, is it? No. So I arrested 28 people. Uh, I had them on bail for best part of a year, sometimes more, sometimes two years, and not fucking one of them yeah. was actually ever charged. And Never there, mind fucking there convicted. One, there was one guy. But there was uh, one guy charged from the Sun. It? No, there was one guy from the Sun who did get done. And then in the light of the fact that everyone else was acquitted uh, or the charges were dropped, he appealed and uh, was completely acquitted. <laughs> Unbelievable. You know what we should be talking about? Today yeah. is the third anniversary of the fucking lockdown. Yeah. Do you remember where you were when uh, it all happened? Well, I sort of do to an extent uh, because you, you remember there was, I mean, I don't think, I didn't quite have a concept of how depressed we should have been at that moment because there was something quite intriguing and, a novel about the whole situation. Suddenly, we've got the Prime Minister saying, don't leave your homes. And, you know, I remember sort of looking out down a quite busy road near us, seeing no people, no cars, literally fucking tumbleweed mm. blowing down the streets and thinking, fuck me, they just closed the world down. You know, uh, so, but what I didn't realise, I'm sure you're the same, Mike, is I, I, did, I didn't realise just what... A, fucking pile of shit mm. we were going to go have to go through well at the, the beginning next two years i said this all before. bollocks at the well. beginning i remember thinking yeah well a couple of weeks of this didn't really think much of it because yeah, yeah, that was yeah. the idea yeah. two three weeks you know yeah. flatten the curve yeah, and yeah. i thought it would be a bit of an odd thing but because i was working as i'm sure you were um i didn't really i didn't it didn't change my life it massively at that moment but as time went on, it fucking changed my life incredibly. Well, I didn't see my kids. I didn't go to Sussex because I thought I might not be able to get back to London. You know, I wanted to work in the studios every day, which I managed to do. Which I did um, too, yeah. And, you know, there were times I was the only person in. Yeah, you know, yeah. apart from obviously the production guys, but I was the only fucking presenter doing a show. And so, but I didn't see my kids for eight weeks. I didn't see my mother for two fucking years. Um, it was fucking I mean, ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. And for what? Absolutely. To have the same number absolutely. of fucking people dying. As every other fucking well, why, country. By the way, by the way, right? by the way, since these all these ridiculous rules and regulations, that the yeah. lockdown shit yeah. that they uh, piled or imposed upon us, since it was imposed by a Tory government, why do all these lefties go? What they did was exactly lockdowns were great. Lockdowns were great. Well, why don't they seize the opportunity to undermine this Tory administration? Because what they did, the lockdowns were ridiculous. They were wrong. And why can't they fucking understand? The basic, obvious truth that if you have a lockdown, you remember the first one, we all sort of went, well, I guess they've got to do this. If you have a lockdown, then you unlock down after five weeks or whatever. And then three weeks later, you've got to have another lockdown. Inherently, it means that the first lockdown didn't work. But so they the did it that time and yeah. time again. Why don't they understand? If you have to have another one, it means the fucking previous one didn't fucking work. And by the way, it's can, a bit I just, obvious. Uh, can I just rescind my earlier comments that we seen first signs of spring? It's now <laughs> fucking bucketing <laughs> down. <laughs> fucking hell. Oh, is it? Are you sure? Oh, There's some cunt that. washing the fucking roof up above us. Yeah. Fuck off, bastard. I think it's I rain. I thought it was rain. No, it's fucking hell, those it's things the, are nightmare. It is rain. Anyway, never mind. Um, I think it is rain. Anyway, never mind. Anyway, what but, the fuck? But the bottom line is, is that you're quite right. They had this ridiculous policy, which clearly didn't work because every time they had a lockdown, fucking infections went up. And that's now provable, yeah. right? They were busy fucking keeping tabs on people like us who were saying, actually, I don't think this is a very good idea. I don't think it's actually fucking working. I'll never forget going to see 
uh, to pick up my daughter. I think she was coming for Christmas. Um, first year, so it must be 2020 Christmas. And the airports were all supposed to be shut. Nobody was supposed to be going anywhere. I went out to Heathrow to meet her coming in from Dubai. And there were fucking flights coming in from all over the place. Yeah. China, yeah. fucking Italy, yeah, Iran, yeah, yeah. both places that had massive numbers of COVID cases, yeah. both Iran and China. A guy actually walked off the fucking plane yeah. and walked past me as I was waiting in, um, in terminal, whatever it was, three, I think. Um, in a full, yeah, with a bat on his shoulder. <laughs> aye, aye, captain. Um, he was, fuck, no, he was wearing a full, um, you know, uh, asbestos sort of, you know, hazmat suit. He'd been on a plane. I'm going, oh, yeah, yeah, if yeah, I'd yeah. sat next to that cunt, I'd be going, mate, listen, you can take that shit off right now. You know, would you like chicken or beef? Can you imagine? <laughs> Fuck's sake. Yeah. Oh, but I remember, so I used to do, China. I was doing the, the uh, 7 to 10 show in the evening, like, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Yeah. So at the end, so I used to come in on the tube, you know, yeah. pretty much have the tube to yourself. Because nobody was on the tube. No one was on the tube, but loads of them were running. And then I'd go down to London Bridge Station down the platform at like 20 past, quarter past 10, standing there thinking, fucking, that's like that song, you know, I'm down on the tube station yeah, at midnight, yeah. no one else is there. And then train, you know, the wrong train, the high Barnet one, which isn't mine, would come in, absolutely no one on, on, on it. The doors would open, then they'd close, then the train would leave, and then my train would turn up. I'd be the only fucking person on it. Really bizarre. Yeah, yeah. Really. Well, bizarre. in those early days, the first time, and I mean, we can say it now. I found myself, you know, um, calling you up at one point or other and going, you know, because I used to just get in the car the weekends. I had yeah. nothing else to do. Um, and driving around central London, where there was no one, yeah, yeah. literally no one. Yeah, yeah. And I had I, it, was, it was quite nice weather. I seem to remember. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Um, I had the roof open. Um, I'm driving about. Um, and it was just really odd. It was like you were in some kind of movie. Well, I suppose you know? we can now reveal that Mike rang me up and said, uh, there's someone in the area, so I'll pop around for a drink. And so I, I remember... Well, your wife... Well, me and Henrietta, the I mean, this is what it did fuck with our minds. Of course I should... I mean, I did say yes, but I should have gone, yeah, of course. But I was... No, like, but when I first but called... I'm looking at Henry, I said, what do you think about this? You know, what do you think about this? You know, and it's yeah. like... If you think about it, but you it's your mate then, coming round for a but then you, but also you can, but also you couldn't tell anybody, right? Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. so, so no, but yeah, she, yeah. no, but when I first rang up, he'd gone out, right, to get the papers or something, and I rang up and got Henry. Oh, I, somehow she answered your phone. I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, anyway, right, yeah. I said, uh, "Oh, hi, I'm, I'm in the area." She went, "Are you?" I said, "Yeah." I said, "I thought I might pop around for a drink." Did you? What? What you mean? Come in? I said, "Well, yeah, I thought so." Yeah, but people were fucking. Right. I don't blame her, by the way. Because everybody was well, fucked, fucked up. With the reason I didn't go to Sussex was I genuinely thought that I'll be stopped at some fucking roadblock <laughs> by the cops who will say you can't come back yeah. inside the M25. It's Sh- fucking madness. I mean, shame on this government for what it did. You know, shame. I mean, don't forget they were serious. I mean, co- vaccine passports. That was about segregating oh, yeah. uh, and turning people into second class citizens because they'd made the perfectly valid choice not to have a vaccination. You know, everybody's got the right to decide what medical procedures they want to undergo. And if you don't want to have a fucking vaccine, that's up to you. And yet this government and the police uh, decided to turn those people into second class citizens. And various luminaries said it's time that these people were not allowed into pubs or restaurants mm. or out. You know, shame on yeah. yeah, shame on them. Oh, that, yeah. And, they, yes, and, they, and don't forget, you know, there were rules like, uh, you, you know, 
what what constituted a meal yeah. was it was a yeah. scotch egg a meal well, well it is I did if you this, get chips with I, we it, did I mean, on the, because it was the anniversary sake. this week i did a lot of this and the things that you forget for example the fucking traffic lights in a supermarket so yeah. you have to wait for the light to go green ah, before you go in right and then when you go in when you're paying to, waiting to pay you have to stand on a circle yeah, and people would go you're yeah. not standing on the circle Oh, yeah, because the air's different over here, is it? Yeah. You know, it's a bit like fucking, you know, all these wankers who are going, oh, air pollution's really bad in London, but it's only bad over there. But over here, it's fine. No, it fucking isn't. It's, like, it's, it's the same. It's, we're living in a fucking planetary situation where the air is the fucking same over there as it is over here. Yeah. You know, so, so that, absolute that, that, bollocks. Uh, that stand-up comedian guy, Jeff Norcott, he said, um, he said, you know, uh, when you were young, you know, kids like when people my age, we used to say to our granddads, what did you do in the war, granddad? And they'd say, oh, you know, I fought at Gallipoli, or fought, you know, in the second one, you know, fought the, the Bosch and all that kind of stuff. He said, uh, when, we're, when we're granddads, you know, our grandchildren will say to us, what did you do in the COVID crisis, granddad? I'll say, well, when we went in the pubs, we followed arrows. <laughs> we walked, well, we walked around arrows. Well, I remember this, this pub that we're sitting in now, the Horseshoe, I remember, remember coming that? in. I remember yeah. coming in once, and it yeah. was after several fucking lockdowns, openings, closings, you know, you could only drink outside. Uh, you couldn't have more than a group of six at a table. Yeah, the rule of six. Yeah. Oh, you, could, you, you could have ten tables of six, but you couldn't have six, six tables of ten. Six, seven, ten. Even Jesus. in the same space, right? Anyway, I came Fucking in. crazy. Um, and and, and <laughs> the guy, the, the landlord, who's become a good friend of ours over the time, I came in and I said, uh, I said, to be honest, mate, I can't remember what the fucking rules are. I said, am I supposed to, what am I supposed to do? He, went, <laughs> he said, mate, it's the fucking horseshoe. Do what you fucking like. <laughs> <laughs> and this is why we love Needing this place. More per, you know. more per, yeah, I mean, fuck's sake. But yeah, again, shame on them for imposing us all. And this is to get, you know, to sort of bookend this uh, entertaining discussion by the thought police. This brings us back to Boris and his breaking of the rules because the rules were so fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, that even the person who wrote them couldn't follow them. Yeah. The thing I don't get about the whole Boris thing, though, is that if he was on the brink of death, which I'm sure he was, I don't doubt that. No, the lefties are now going, oh, no, that was all a joke. No, wasn't true. Yeah, well, Alistair Campbell's fucking deranged. I'm sorry. I don't care what you say about Alistair Campbell, but he has lost the fucking plot. He lost it a long time ago. Um, and we can get onto that in another subject another day. But um, the thing that I don't get is that if what they say is true, that he was so cavalier about it. I don't believe that, because if you were somebody who had been close to death, you wouldn't be. And actually, all of the fucking Sue Gray report doesn't suggest that he was cavalier. It actually think, makes him sound like one of the more sensible people, and that all of these parties that are meant to have happened, most of them he wasn't at. And the ones that he was at, he sounds like he wasn't at them for very long, and he fucked off. Well, so actually, you know, he wasn't reckless. He wasn't fucking, and I'm not defend. I don't want to defend yeah, him. But, but a leaving do is not essential. He said a leaving do's were essential. Well, they're not. Nothing's essential. Well, the only a thing, leaving do is well, definitely no. not. Yeah, but Other nothing's people essential. were not having leaving do's. I mean, I could say lots of things are essential in my life. It doesn't make them fucking yeah, but, essential. But, no, but he is. That's part. That's the main raft of his defence that leaving do's are essential. But that's they're why they're fucking not. But this is why, as you said, it's nonsense. The, but the language not. is important because the trouble with using a word like essential is that, you know, essential means a lot of different things. You know, if you're fucking dying of thirst, it's essential for you to have some water. You know, it's not essential for me to have some water if I'm not dying of fucking thirst, is it? Yeah, but if you are dying of thirst, it is essential. That's what I'm saying. But, 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 you know... Did you not get that bit? Well, no, but a leaving do is not essential. A leaving do is not essential. Well, it is. 
for some people. It's not. It's not. It cannot be essential. You can make any argument that well, anything essential is essential. Essential is about life point. and death. No, it isn't. It, well, look. It's, it's essential. essential. All, right. all right, let me put it to you this way. It, all right, you go right, to the right, toilet, explain to me why a fucking leaving do is essential. No, I'll go around another way. If you go to the toilet, it's essential that they have toilet paper, right? Isn't no. it? No. So that's not essential. Of course it's So not. you're quite happy to put your trousers up. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, it's not essential to, to take a piss or a crap. I'd say it it's is. It's not essential that there is toilet paper. I'd say it is essential. Well, it, it's handy. No, it's not handy. It's essential. It's <laughs> not essential. It's not essential. No. Explain why well, a you've leaving just made do my is point. essential. You've just made no, my no, point. No, no, no. Explain why a leaving do is essential. Because if somebody believes it to be essential, then it's essential. No, no, that's rubbish. That's, that's like, well, so you want everyone to live by your that, rules. So that's a Meghan Markle thing. Yeah, but that's the world but, we live no, in. No, 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 no. A leaving do is not essential. It right? depends. Fuck it. No, what it's if somebody's, not. All right. How can it be essential? Right. What if somebody's dying of cancer and they're leaving? Huh? What it's if not, somebody's dying? It's not essential. Yeah, it is. No, it's because not. Because they're never going to no, have another not, leaving mate. do. No, it's not, mate. It's not essential. Yeah, it will be. It's fucking not. Yes, it is. Fucking not. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dave oh, yeah, Johnson. Sorry. <laughs> no, say, Dave, Dave Johnson is essential. He's essential. I'll, Dave, I'll accept that. And Dave Johnson is a very good man. Uh, and he is one of the other people that brings us uh, together and makes this podcast possible. Um, and Dave Johnson is from Suitable Choices, suitablechoices.co.uk. It's a mortgage broker. Um, interest rates have just gone up, so uh, you might need to find yourself a new mortgage broker. And he's your man. Uh, he's down in Margate. Um, he doesn't just operate in that part of the world. He can operate from any part of Britain. Uh, go and see the suitablechoices.co.uk website and, and find yourself a suitable and possibly essential deal. Absolutely. There you go. It's your best day. Take <laughs> fuck off, you lot. <laughs> <laughs>
No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.